Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Women Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 19th of August 2022, including Sharon Horgan's Apple TV comedy drama Bad Sisters and the new Disney Plus Marvel series She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And we'll also be looking at Life Swap Drama Echoes on Netflix and BBC iPlayer's Bolton set teen horror Red Rose. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Leonardo DiCaprio will star in Apple TV's The Wager, which is about a group of British shipwreck survivors in the 1740s who were accused of being mutineers. What else is in the news, Hannah? In Prime Video's drama 15 Love, Aidan Turner, the brilliant Aidan Turner, will play Glenn, the former coach of young tennis ace who makes a shocking allegation about him. Well, we've got a very good line-up this week, I would say, and we're going to start with well one of the best they're all good to be fair it's on disney plus it's called she hulk attorney at law and here's a clip more and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork <laughs> we are going to launch a division for them and i want the she hulk to be the face of jennifer waters namaste I have a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. So this actually arrived this Wednesday, the 17th of August. It's the first series. There are nine episodes. And yes, yes, another offering from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this is a particularly good one, I would say. And if you need just a bit of fun escapism, this is for you. You may have thought over the years, if only someone would come up with a sort of hybrid of Ali McBeal and the Incredible Hulk. Well, it's happened. Good news. So this stars Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. the titular She-Hulk. Now, of course, all superheroes have to have an origin story. Jennifer's is, she's the cousin of Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Incredible Hulk, voiced by Mark Ruffalo. She's in an accident and her blood is contaminated with Bruce's blood, which means that, like Bruce, when she gets angry, she can turn into this great big hulking green <laughs> superhero. We kind of get the the training montage where Bruce is uh, showing her how to do all the sort of Hulk stuff, which is very amusing. However, what she really wants to do is carry on her, her legal career and she ends up getting a job heading up this legal firm's new division which specializes in uh, superhuman cases it's really good fun uh, it's 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 a more light-hearted end of the kind of marvel spectrum although of course it is has something to say about accepting who you are and what you look like of course but it's just really great fun there are some interesting characters that tim roth is in it of course reprising his role from the Incredible Hulk film, playing uh, Abomination, also known as Emil Blonsky. Yeah, it's just a breath of fresh air, to be honest. I thought it was great. I mean, it is relatively CGI heavy, of course, with the Hulk sequences. But if you don't mind that too much, I think everyone will enjoy this. It's just really good fun. And it also kind of smuggles in some messages about you know how women are perceived in the workplace and about how you know women have to look and behave and dress so uh 
Yeah, I, I thought it was terrific. I really liked it. What did you think, Hannah? Well, you know how I feel about anything Marvel, but actually, to be fair, I think this is one of the better ones, um, and I did really enjoy it. Um, I particularly like the vibe, having two girls. I particularly like the um, the vibe of this in terms of, like you said, sort of acceptance and what you look like and, you know, uh, accepting who you are. And I, and I, I, I have to say, I think that is really good messaging. And although many people feel they're ticking the box doing that, I don't think it's that authentic. And I think this probably does hit home quite well. Um, I really enjoy anything that's got sort of the legal aspect to it. I enjoy oh, that yes. kind of thing. So, of course, this is kind of, yeah, for me, um, it ticked a lot of boxes for me um, and, and and kind of held my interest. So, yeah, thumbs up from me. Something I've very much been looking forward to that you're going to tell us about, Hannah, on Apple TV Plus. It's a new series called Bad Sisters. Who knows if there's foul play here, but if there is, the culprit usually shows up at the funeral. All right, Colombo. Claffin and Sons for handling John Paul's life insurance policy. Were you very close? Yeah, he was our brother-in-law. My condolences, Mrs. Williams. Oh, egg and onion. It's like you knew I was coming. Did you? She can't find out what we did. Apple TV Plus do things well, don't they? Really well, with lots of money. Um, and it's really, really good. <laughs> so um, this stars Sharon Horgan, um, but is also co-written by her. So, you know, as as you say, Ian, something that we've been uh, waiting for and looking forward to. Bad Sisters, it's a comedy drama um, set in Ireland. And it's, it's gritty, but it's funny. Um, it kind of... I don't know. For me, it tapped all sorts of emotions, actually, because uh, I'll start from the beginning here. It's a 10-part series. Um, it starts the double bill and then is weekly uh, thereafter. Um, and essentially, this is a very, very tight, knit set of sisters. Now, Sharon Horgan plays the very ambitious um, Eva Garvey, um, and she has a very, very amazing relationship an unbreakable relationship I suppose with her four sisters but one of her sisters is very downtrodden Grace played by Anne-Marie Duff um by her husband who's really really horrid to her and you know just really grim now he he dies and along with that obviously he has life well not obviously not everyone has life insurance but he does and the the firm that carries this life insurance payout is in trouble so they want to be sure that he basically hasn't been bumped off. This is a kind of a whodunit. But when I said before about tapping into emotions, if someone has been murdered, if someone has been, you know, their life has been taken, of course, on every level it's wrong. But he's so awful. He's a monster. They call him a monster. He's horrid. And so you find yourself kind of ethically and morally <laughs> thinking, Oh, he's, the world's a better place without him. He's really horrible. Oh, no, you can't kill someone. Oh, was he killed? Was he killed or did he just die? And it's, it's, and they're very funny. And I think the Irish humour and the way that they, the way that they do this is really funny. So kind of, you know, at the funeral, you know, there, there's just some funny parts where the coffin's dropped and well, it's not funny really, but in, in that setting, it's funny. Um, and the narrative all the way through is really good, as you'd expect from Sharon Horgan. I, yeah, for me, this is something that is, uh, yeah, ab brilliant. I loved it. What did you think of him? I really liked it, and I'm a huge Sharon Horgan fan. And, I mean, she just 
basically never puts a foot wrong, does she? Um, it yeah. is adapted, I believe, from a Belgian drama. And you can tell it's going to be pretty darkly comic from the off when, as you say, uh, this husband is, is, is lying in his coffin and, and he's got an erection that has to be covered up. So, however, I mean, the the, the, the scenes between Grace, uh, played by Anne-Marie Duff, and she's great in this as the sort of downtrodden wife, and her husband, John Paul, played by Clay's Bang, who was played Dracula in, in the British uh, Dracula series. He, he was brilliant. They're very frightening, actually, aren't they? And... and um, they get a big emotional response out of them. I, I wondered if perhaps he'd been painted as just too much of a pantomime villain, possibly. But anyway, that's by the by. I, I like the fact that they haven't kind of given all the sisters like stereotypical characteristics, like the naughty one, the sexy one, the shy one. They're fully drawn characters, and it's a really strong female cast as well. Uh, alongside them, you've got Brian Gleeson is good value as this insurance broker, he's a bit kind of scruffy and seedy, isn't he? But he fancies himself as a bit, bit of a detective. And he thinks there's something suspicious about this guy's death. And also, his company can't afford to pay out the life insurance anyway. So, I mean, for, for fans of, of Horgan, and there are many, it's like a guarantee that it's going to be really good and funny Um and it certainly is. I loved episode one, um, and I'm going to stick with it. It's great. Over on BBC iPlayer, something that also arrived a bit earlier this week, but is well worth checking out. It's called Red Rose, and here's a clip. I can't stop thinking about Rosh. She's not been herself. And you not contacted her? Yeah. And she's ignored you, right? Michelle? What's wrong? Hey, Ross, you okay? You know what? Just leave me alone. She keeps blaming all this on Red Rose. This is from the makers of one of our favourite shows, Hannah, Sex Education, uh, which we love. It's a new, it's a sort of teen horror series with a technological aspect to it. So it's set in Bolton. It starts incredibly strongly. So you see this young woman, teenager, arriving home at this quite sort of modern, high-tech house. And then it seems as if kind of the AI that runs all the things in the house, like the music and the lights, is almost sort of trying to frighten her or kind of bully her. And then she's, it looks as if she's sort of seeing something, some strange figure... I'm not going to say what happens next because it's um, pretty shocking. But from the off, you're like chilled to the bone and absolutely gripped. Then we meet this set of teenagers, uh, Bolton teenagers, who have just finished their GCSEs and they're getting ready for a summer of fun. There's Wren, Amelia Clarkson and Rochelle, played by uh, Isis Hainsworth. They're really tight friends, but their friendship is going to be slightly threatened by the fact that both of them are quite keen on the same boy, Noah, played by Harry Redding. It's got the sex education vibe in there. It's a really convincing portrayal of teenage life, I think. And, and they're all... I, you probably know about this, Hannah. Like, we used to go to parties. Today's teens, they go out into a field or into the countryside somewhere and just drink heavily and listen to music. Um, so we've got a bit of that going on. 
And there's a Black Mirror aspect to it as well because it's such a great premise. There's a mobile phone app which is called Red Rose which kind of draws you down a rabbit hole and then quite frightening things start happening. So it's kind of got something to say about the isolating effects of social media, for instance, but it didn't hit you over the head with it. I thought it was really good and very scary. It's written by a pair of twins who wrote The Haunting of Bly Manor, if you've seen that. A really strong start, and I thought it was something very different and very impressive. What did you think? Scary as a, as a parent, <laughs> is what I thought. Um, I think there's been, as I said earlier, didn't I, about sort of the moral and the kind of ethical stuff that sort of runs through a lot of these um, these things we're talking about, these series we're talking about. And I think this one is exactly that. And like you say, it doesn't hit you over the head with it, but the kind of the, the, the warnings of how isolating social media can be. And, and I think as every parent will will say it's so hard to find that line between allowing your child to grow in a world where technology is the focus right you know to sort of wanting them to be children so when their friends come over why aren't they playing outside or doing things that we used to do when they're up in their room and not talking to each other and playing a game next to each other it's like an absurdity that most parents will feel quite uncomfortable about and I suppose that shines a spotlight on this it, it is terrifying in places and as you say this this mobile phone app um it's kind of it it really menaces those those kids and you go down a rabbit hole and you can't get out and i think that increasingly we see stories of that so i think it brings to attention something that's important something that's very very real um but i think it's really well done it's not too in your face it's not too obvious i think it's just quite um yeah it's it's done it's done well but even if a teenager watched it, I don't know if they'd feel resentful, but I think it kind of opens your eyes of how quickly something can can, can consume you. Um, so yeah, I, very. I thought it, I thought it was great. I'm looking forward to seeing more. Excellent. Well, we're going to finish off on Netflix with a new mystery drama. You're going to talk about Hannah. This one is called Echoes. Lenny's missing. What do you mean missing? She may have been taken. What the hell happened to Lenny? Well, now that's a puzzle, isn't it? Do you think someone has her? Hey, they found something! What is going on? Press, press. Oh, oh, oh. There's blood. Human blood? Yep, Echoes is on um, Netflix. And um, this is... This series is, is, is quite interesting. I think, I think it's absolutely uh, brilliant, actually. But it sees identical twins Lenny and Gina secretly swap their lives now it's almost it messes with your mind because they share two homes in fact actually there was something I'm, I can't for life me remember what it was but there was something that was it I think it was on Apple TV where they I think they did something to them digitally anyway I digress but it, it, it kind of reminded me of exactly that where people swap their lives or they had they were in, an, in another world, um, two husbands and even a child. And so nobody else knows that they've, that they've done this. But their double lives in this kind of duplicitous world they're living in is just thrown into complete disarray because Lenny goes missing. Now, the setting of this is, 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 is really quite lovely. It feels, like, it feels quite cowboy-like, doesn't it? Um, and they try and find out what's going on. So on the one hand, they assume that Lenny must have been stolen taken away something's happened and then of course there's the question from the police which is well did she just run away 
is there something much darker here that, that, that us that we don't know and only those twin sisters know she needs to dig deep and so it's quite um it's quite deep this you have to kind of then there's twists and turns um and what seems like a really odd premise just becomes because of course if you're pretending to be someone else your lives are well, everything's thrown into disarray because no one knew anything previously. So it's it's quite, it messes with your mind a bit, but I do think it is really well done. Um, and so it's got this real sort of cowboy feel with all the horses in it and stuff. And there is a dead horse in it. That made me feel quite sick. You know how I feel about animals and things stuff like that. I had to kind of shield my eyes from that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really well done and really interesting. And something that seems completely ridiculous um, is brought to life. What did you think, Ian? It's a pretty ingenious premise i liked that and it stars in the identical twin roles michelle monaghan who i absolutely i thought i recognized that actress what's she been in she was in the remake of the heartbreak kid uh, starring ben stiller which is a hilarious film so i recommend that i have to say it's a real pot boiler kind of mini series feel to it it's very corny and kind of it's overwrought the acting is a bit over the top the script isn't very good so much of it is really kind of cheesy and corny and you just think oh crikey but but the premise is so intriguing that when you find out about this life swap thing it kind of comes about because one of the twins goes missing basically you just think oh i want to find out how this is going to pan out because the husband of um of the missing twin is this very hunky guy. He seems like the perfect husband and, you know, he runs a ranch with, with lots of horses on it. But um, it's one of those things that I don't want to say so bad it's good, but kind of you feel like there's a lot that you shouldn't be enjoying in it. And yet it does draw you in. So, so yeah, I think <laughs> I'd like to see more. Now we've got to that point, Hannah, where we find out what the heck have you been binging on this week? So please reveal or well i always like to keep abreast of what i like to it just makes me laugh but also i did watch a bit of marriage with sean bean which has come under a fair amount of criticism in the press generally and he has tried to um uh, say look it's not so bad after all i'm i'm not sure i agree with him how about you that was, a, was that the intimacy coach uh, yeah. business yeah yeah i watched that as well i thought it was good um Obviously, I mean, it's just been, there's been so much athletics going on. It never ends, does it? So I've now been watching the European Championships after the Worlds and the Commonwealth Games. Um, also, uh, getting to the end of Better Call Saul, which I think has overhauled Breaking Bad as my all-time favourite streaming drama. There we are. I've said it. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what are we going to be talking about? Well, Matt Smith has his eyes on the Iron Throne and now TV's Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon. Yes, eagerly anticipated. And we'll follow Hollywood actors Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney as they buy a Welsh non-league football club in the Disney Plus documentary series, Welcome to Wrexham. So we look forward to those and more, but in the meantime... Keep watching! watching.